All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's been 24 hours since I've seen everyone. And uh, today we are on episode 28, hashtag BKOT. Um, we're heading into season, right? So what's going on? We got to be aware of cybersecurity. So we're going to talk about cybersecurity in the accounting field. And I have with me an awesome guest today, Andrew Lassis, who's the CEO of Rush Tech Support. And he'll be talking about this. Um, Andrew, thank you so much. Just returned from vacation, refreshed, relaxed, ready to rock and roll. And so tell us about yourself, how uh, your background and, and how you got this company started. Yeah. So I think it's funny you said that relaxed after vacation because there was like that gap, the, like the one week since I came back, it's been anything but relaxing. But like if this was a week ago, like after vacation, it was perfect. But uh, my my background uh, as it relates, as you had mentioned, um, I'd founded Rush Tech Support and kind of the the background kind of alluding to that. I'd been working in IT for about a decade and um, a friend had reached out to me just randomly on Facebook Messenger and he was like, hey man, we're starting an IT company. You want to come on board? And I was like, uh, startup, it's risky. I got a good thing at the nine to five. I'm currently working. I'm working my way up. So yeah. you know, I'm probably just going to pass on this opportunity for now. And um after reflecting on it for a little bit, it was like, I'm 27. I've got a little bit of money saved up in the bank. I don't have family. I don't have responsibilities. Like if this crashes and burns, like the worst thing that could happen really, like I'll land on my feet. Like I still have my parents. Like I could just move back to Maryland and like live with them. If like the worst thing that the ever worst, happened. worst, worst, yeah. And like I did that, <laughs> I did that for 20 some years. So like, it's right. not like I, you know, so, so I came back and I was like, look, man, like I, let's do it. Let's see what happens. And uh, my gut was correct. We went out of business in like three months. So that, you know, learned a lot though. And we still managed, even though we were only in business for a couple of months, we still managed to get like 500 clients in three wow. months. Like the, the marketing was on point and the customers were into it, but it was just run as if we had no idea what we were doing because now looking back on it, we had no idea what we were doing. Mm. And, um, but I had made an agreement with the owner of the company. I said, uh, I'll keep working for you for free for the next two months. We don't have to tell the customers we're out of business, but then after two months, I'm going to start up my own company and have a different name than yours. And we're just going to like convert them over. Nobody will get refunds. If they never call in, you keep collecting their residuals. I only take the ones that I actually work on. So it was a win mm -hmm. for, for both of us. And that was the start of Rush Tech Support. That was uh, March 2014, 2014. Wow. So several years now I've been doing this. That's a, <laughs> that's a great story. Yeah. Not everything works out in the beginning, but I mean, you had the background in place and you were able to get it off the ground and up and running. But uh, now you're uh, you're just specifically focused on the accounting community, right? How, how Correct. So, so as the the company had progressed and we started growing, and I had skipped over the part. I have a degree in financial planning and a there go. and I did an internship with the IRS with the uh, Vita program. So, like, I have a background in finance and like a much better understanding of the accounting world. And I know accountants and finance, like it's not 
you know, hand in hand, like a CFP is not a CPA, but right, right, right. A there is more overlap in those two fields than there are in IT and other things. So while I'm far from an expert by any stretch when it comes to doing what accountants do, right. I have background, like I've prepared probably a couple hundred returns. So, and I have a higher level understanding than the layman, but not necessarily, you know, I, I would be a bad person to hire to be your accountant, but I at least understand it and speak the language. So right. kind of the transition when we had started from just we're IT for everybody and, you know, you, you really can't be everything to everyone. And it took us like 25,000 clients to realize that we were in way over our heads. But that the, the counter side, like our NPS scores were super high. So all our clients were happy. So it was like, I guess we just keep doing this until it's crazy. And it got crazy. And so I taken a step back and kind of looked at the company as a whole and like what direction mm-hmm. we were going and who we were able to serve best. And a lot of the clients that we had just by happenstance. So they were like residential clients that also owned accounting firms. And there was a lot of crossover in the issues that they would face. So it was kind of, it, it wasn't intentional set out from day one, but the more and more that we started onboarding accountants and we started mm-hmm. learning about the intricacies of oh, yeah. their business. Mm-hmm. And once we started getting a good understanding of the obstacles that they face when it relates to cybersecurity and technology, and that a lot of them were hearing the same things over and over. You know, my clients, they email me their W-2s and 1040s, and it's got all this personal information on it. How do I set up a portal so that they can upload their documents? Or how do I know if the system that I have is even working? You know, like if someone's stealing information from you, it's not like they would take all of your clients' data and then leave like a thank you sign like a moniker, like, by the way, your files were here. And instead of copy pasting them, I cut pasted them. So you would know that it was stolen, (laughs) you know? So, so we would, we would get these questions a lot. And, and then as we just started digging deeper and deeper and a couple of years ago uh, to renew your P10, there were some new requirements from the IRS on having a data security plan. And so a lot of these opportunities and just these specific things that really only applied to accountants kept happening to us over and over. And so we, it changed from solving the problems to this individual client because this one happened to ask for it. But we started recognizing accountants as a whole, they are all facing these problems or like the solopreneur, yeah. you know, like how do I, protect, expert. right. How do I protect this stuff? If I don't even, you know, I can't afford to have like more than a part-time assistant. Like how do I make all this other stuff work that I'm legally required to. And mm-hmm. so we, we really did a good job at putting processes in place and helping fill the gap. And while, you know, we try to cater to everyone's specific needs when it's niched into a particular industry, Mm -hmm. a lot of those needs are similar. So we can make it more systematic than just like, do you have antivirus? The end. 
Yeah, because there's so many uh, terms out there when you when you have like uh, what the phishing, you have spoofing, you have ransomware, malware, all that. And what what would you say if the top things a firm should do right now, um, if they aren't doing it already? For with with everything going on, and, and I mean, I get spam all the time or phishing emails. So what what should a firm do right now if they're not doing uh, anything at the moment? And not even using it as like a sales pitch because a lot of people, they have an IT company. A lot of them are happy with the person that they currently have. We offer complimentary audits. So you could at least get peace of mind because, you know, on the flip side, I had an accountant that I liked and trusted and I assumed he was doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And I recently had his returns looked at from a third party and the guy's response was, did he get in a bad accident in 2018? Cause that's the only way that would explain how bad of a job he did on this year. And that was our best year ever financially. So I got hit with so much crap, but like, I, I'm not an accountant. I don't know what I don't know. So Mm -hmm. having, having an outside organization, be it us who specializes in it or just anyone, most IT companies will do complimentary audits just to kind of point out what's good, what's bad. Having, having a third party just for that peace of mind. And it's usually free. Like we do it for free and a lot of other companies do too. It's a great way so that you can at least be aware of where your blind spots are because, you know, if you didn't go to school for IT or geez, even if you, did like there's so many laws and regulations like your wi-fi can't be called joe's accounting firm like it has to be it has to be a name that is not descriptive of your practice 99 percent of people aren't aware of that you know are you going to get shut down if that happens no is security through obscurity like a great way to go about things no but Knowing details like that is where, you know, when you work with specialists that they can point out, here's something that, you know, if I'm an auditor and I'm looking at this stuff, I don't even have to walk into your office to know Uh that there's red flags because your Wi-Fi has an identifying name. This is a problem. So uh, aside from, and it's sometimes involved, it's not a ton, but um, so having a third party check on what you have, whether or not you have an IT person or not. Um, that's, that's always going to be a huge thing. Um, when you're getting your continuing, uh, professional education credits, there's a ton of them on cybersecurity. So you could get awareness on some of the things that are, that are going on in the accounting field. I mean, I'm seeing now a ton of stuff from all sorts of different sources about click here to learn about second draw PPP funding. And Mm -hmm. like, it's clearly a scam, but you know, that's something that people are very interested in mm-hmm. and it's topical. And so getting these phishing emails, that's where 92% of the infections come from is some sort of phishing email, whether it's a generic click here, or it says Chris Rivera in all caps, but the capital A is a four and it looks close enough. Like there's the, the good and bad, well, actually, this is really just a bad thing. The people that do this are very smart. Like, it's usually not a stupid person. 
mm-hmm. that's doing these things. And we get asked all the time, you know, why would someone do this? Why would they waste their time? There's a lot of money in it. Unfortunately, yeah. there's a ton of money in ransom and it's very easy to send an email to a hundred thousand people and just have one yeah. mess up. Yeah. And then, and then they're off. Yeah. I, it, it's incredible how, you know, technology is there. It's, it's our best friend and also could be a nightmare. And so we have to embrace it. And I think you're, uh, you're spot on, like whatever processes you have in place, it doesn't matter to, doesn't hurt to get a second look a fresh pair of eyes to see if everything's in check, but it's great. If not, here's some recommendations, right? So have you seen, um, uh, during everyone moving to the remote environment and the accounting community in general has been uh, slow to um, adopt the virtual environment due to the security aspect. So have you seen an, an, an increase um, in, in, uh, in clients requests as far as helping as, or along the lines of more issues? Yeah, so the if we go back to like March, April of last year, when things mm-hmm. really started, like when it was no longer something that we could deny and pretend that wasn't going on. So if we go back to that time, essentially what that time did for us in our sales pipeline is everybody that was kind of on the fence and kind of interested in it immediately was like, yeah, they're (laughs) like, I need this now. I need this now. So we were crazy slammed at the beginning of it. And then conversely, everyone that wasn't really interested fell off and disappeared. So it was like a very, very, strong and abrupt like here's everybody moving to the cloud we have to get work from home set up we have to get vpn set up we have to get all of their things and there was there's a lot of times and i mean we've ironed out processes as the company's grown but there are a lot of times where we'd go into an organization and it wouldn't be perfect but it would be kind of a you know this you're not going to get hacked with the way that you have it it's not the way that we necessarily would have set it up but we can still keep this on lockdown. And, you know, as long as there isn't a pandemic and everybody has to work from home and we need to have different people in active directory able to access the server. Like it was kind of the assumed you're just going to stick in the office. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when that wasn't the case, you know, you solve a problem a couple of times and you get the hang of it. But initially there was, there was a lot of accountants that, and maybe not a lot. We'll, we'll probably, it's probably like in the 50 50, because some were just staunch, like, we are going to go into the office and work from home isn't even an option. Yeah. It's, that's not on our radar. That doesn't apply right. to us. And it's like, you know, as your tech company, like it, it does. We could, we could literally do this. And they're like, nope, we are working in this office and I don't care. We are working in this office. And yeah. that's, that's how some people were. Um, and then a lot of a lot of our clients are the type that they have been virtual from the start, right? And the pandemic actually played into that because there was less of the obstacle of well, you see, we don't have a brick and mortar, we're all virtual. So those clients we saw started getting bigger in onboarding more clients because part of their obstacle before was kind of that imposter syndrome, like am I? the same as a brick and mortar guy. So some of our yeah. small clients that were just virtual that had like one or two employees like shot up to like seven. 
And so helping them scale with the pandemic, I mean, in general, like, I don't think anyone could look at the pandemic and say, this is a great thing that happened. You know, tons of people have died and it's very terrible on like the health side and like the scare side. Oh yeah. On like a technology, strictly on a technology viewpoint of people's mm-hmm. willingness to be adaptive and mm-hmm. embrace the work from home, embrace the idea that you can have remote workers and still hold them accountable, still have all of your client data secured and safe. And honestly, when when you're in a work from home environment and everything everybody does gets logged, it actually adds an extra layer of security because now people know that if something happens, it is it is there for everyone to see. Whereas in an office, and, and not to say mm. that you know people are bad people and they're always stealing client data, but the Just accountability perspective. Yeah. The the accountability perspective, it's usually not high on people's radar when it's in the yeah. office environment because I see you, you see me, we're mm-hmm. all good, right? But then yeah. when you can't see people and you still need to measure productivity, you know, it's a new obstacle that that we've helped a lot of our firms solve because of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It's um we're in the uh same line of business helping out accounts, you know, give them the staff. Um, you provide that IC, IT support and, and same thing, right? We're, we're remote. We've been doing this eight years and, and um, never had a data or security breach, and knock on wood on, on our side, setting <laughs> yeah. up remote access into our client system. So it's nice that we have our, whatever security our clients have in place, then we have our layers, our associates are reporting to an office. You know, it, it, it puts everyone's mind at ease, but uh, I'd say a year ago, yeah, a year, year and a half ago, um, it was a hiccup to move to uh, virtual, uh, not fully virtual, but a partial, partially virtual environment. It was a big uh, stopping point with a lot of clients that I spoke with. And so now, like you said, you know, the, the, uh, uh, when the pandemic happened and everyone had to move to that model and scrambling, getting everything set up and what do we do, where do we go? And so it's good to have, you know, resources like us out there to, to assist with this. And the, um, I wanted to talk quickly about some of the, uh, the services. So uh, clients can come to you and you'll take care of everything or do you have some like a la carte or uh, besides, you know, the, the free assessment as well? How does, it, how does that work out? So for us, for us, usually we do have, you know, twist my arm. We'll do a la carte financially and value-based. It doesn't really make sense. Usually what we do is more of an approach of, we are your full-time IT staff. There you go. You've got people 16 hours a day. You don't get drama. You don't get call outs. You don't get sick kids. You don't have PTO. You don't have any of the issues that come with a W-2 withholdings, blah, 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 blah. You don't run into any of those with a 1099. And obviously accountants know the difference of a W-2 value versus a 1099. Uh But usually the approach that we take with our clients is here is what the IRS requires that you have. Here is our package that exactly gives you exactly what the IRS is looking for. Your data security plan, your VPN, your antivirus firewall, your security awareness training. Like we have just a bucket that we offer to accountants of this is 
everything you are legally required to have, it's not a sales pitch of buy everything that we can offer because <laughs> it's, you know, there's always deeper layers you can go, but we usually just have the, it's, it's not even necessarily like a sales process. It is here, here's what you're required to have. Here are the gaps in your system. Here's how we can help. And you no longer have to pay for Carbonite. You no longer have to pay for Norton. You no longer have to pay for whatever systems you currently have. Mm -hmm. All of those can just get handled under one bill from us. You don't have to pay for office. Like it's all just your whole IT department, software, everything for the company is all just all in one spot. You don't have to stay on top of, do I have a proper data security plan or what are the vulnerabilities? Like we literally live and breathe that and do it every single day. So, you know, for someone to look into what is the requirements on a data security plan, what does cybersecurity law even look like for accountants? We've got, tons of clients that all fall into these categories. So it's easier for us to just, everyone needs to have this level of security because you're required to. Yeah. I I like the fact, you know, there's a IT will kind of like, you know, getting a haircut IT goes together. You're always going to need both. And the idea that you're specific in the accounting community, uh, as we are exclusive in the accounting community, you're able to offer precise services that they need. And so um, it was uh, to have you on here is awesome, giving this insight to us today. And um, so before we wrap up, uh, what, are, what are some final thoughts as we head into this season? One, don't click on anything, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't click anything. But no, what, what, are, what is the advice setting into the season? <laughs> honestly, like as silly as that is, if you were not looking for it intentionally, <laughs> just, click it. just don't click it. I mean, the downside, maybe you'll miss something or you get something, you know, here's new guidelines from Lendio on PPP Second Draw. And just, you could look at Lendio's website and see, what's actually going on as opposed to clicking a link in an email. Cause it's so easy to make these things look legitimate. And I you know, know, you type in your social security number, Ooh. you type in your bank account information for your direct deposit so you can get money. And I mean, we literally saw someone that, you know, long story short, the guy's out $40,000 and he knows it's his fault. And there's really not a whole lot he can do about it oh, because God. wow. You know, he chose, and unfortunately, that's how a lot of our clients come to us is, hey, we just made a huge mistake. Can you undo it? And Mm -hmm. then it's just like tax planning. You can't, you can't do tax planning for 2020 now that it's January, 2021. Like there's some things that we could frame a certain way, but you're kind of limited because it's already happened. And Mm -hmm. a lot of that has to do with IT too. So make sure that if you weren't looking for something, just don't click it. You're probably, I can't think of an email that like an unsolicited email that I received and clicked on that like changed everything. But I do see all the time unsolicited emails to people that just, it looked legitimate. And yeah, fortunate. they're getting better, um, honestly. One of them, I had, I'm looking at one now. 
has my name, Integrity Solutions via Chris. I was like, what? <laughs> I have a fax. And I'm like, I don't even have a fax machine. So <laughs> it, right? It so, has my name, the Office 365, everything that we use. I'm like, holy cow. I mean, they're really um, you know, getting technical per se. Yeah. They're, so be careful. they're smart people. Like that's, that's what it is. Is yeah, They are smart people and there's a lot of money in it. And the human element to it, you know, we could put so many layers of software, but if there, there's a person in the office that's just, you know, unlocking everything, it's like if you have security on your house and someone knocks on your door and you open the door, well, you just let them into your house. It doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. all the security that you have and how many locks are on the door. If you unlock it and let somebody in, that's... Oh that's exactly how the things fall apart. So Same idea. yeah, okay. get, get someone like us to, and it doesn't have to be us per se, but almost any IT company will do complimentary audits. Cause like, that's how we can build trust and rapport and add value yeah. and yeah. just learn. If nothing else, the worst thing that happens is you get peace of mind knowing that the person that you're happy with already is actually doing the right job. And usually, you know, we'll go in and see, here's some little innocuous thing. Like, just send these three things to your guy. Like, if you're happy with them, you know, it doesn't have to be a hostile takeover. Just bring this to no. their attention. But if you're not happy, hire us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Call exactly. Now. Just like when accounts are doing a tax return, right? They don't just send it to the client. It gets reviewed by somebody, right? So... And then they work on it together. If there's any corrections, the same thing here. Right? You need to have your um, IT uh, over, overlooked. Everything's going well, reviewed. Hey, cool. We move on. Or like, holy cow, you were hacked right now or something like that. You, know? so, <laughs> you were hacked right now. Make sure you right? trust the person. Well, that's a little that cheesy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get over there and all of a sudden there's something going on. So don't do that now. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Andrew, thank you. So much for after you know returning from your vacation and meeting with us today. I know you got a lot on your plate. So I'll let you go, and uh, everyone for taking some time out this afternoon. Thank you for joining. Uh, check out Andrew Lasis on LinkedIn or RushTech.online for the services that he uh, offers his clients. And um, that's it, Andrew. Again, thank you so much, Chris. And, thanks, uh, man. It was great being here. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.